You are listening to the Alaska Sports Talk Podcast, sponsored by Roger Briley and Associates, Partouche Plumbing and Heating, Guido's, The Bike Shop, Alaska Sausage and Seafood, and the Alaska Club. Now, here are your hosts of AST, Keaton Homer and Isaiah Freeman. Welcome, everybody, to an Instant Reaction Podcast. This is Isaiah Freeman. We're going to talk Division II hockey, state championship hockey, and we're also going to talk about a streak that ended tonight. Wasilla, Mountain City Christian, formerly ACS, got a packed show. It's going to be a quick one. I am in my uh, hotel room down in Soldatna with the Division II hockey championship, so we're going to get right into it. We had a couple of consolation games this morning. We had Tri-Valley and Juno playing at 11. Juno ended up winning 7-0 over Tri-Valley. And then in the other consolation, North Pole ended up winning 5-2 over Kodiak. So Juno and North Pole will play at 12 o'clock Saturday for the fourth, sixth place game. We had two semifinals in state hockey for Division II that were really something to watch. Houston, after last year, having an incredible record last year, but losing in the semifinals to Juno. I know they were disappointed. Well, I'll tell you what, at 4 o'clock today when the puck dropped, Houston was ready to go. They came out like a wildfire. They were physical. They were fast. All their players all over the ice. And they started out over Kenai. They played Kenai at 4 o'clock today. And Kenai couldn't even catch their breath, and it was 3-0. 3-0 at the end of the first. Houston ended up winning 9-1 over Kodiak, or excuse me, Kenai. And I'll, I'll tell you what, they are, Houston is a tough, tough team. We had a couple people, we had one person um, score two goals, number three, Brody Richard for Houston, uh, fast, fast, fast forward. He he was on it, but really, or actually, excuse me, Brady Richard scored three goals, excuse me. He ended up having a hat trick, and his partner in crime also had a tra- hat trick, number six, Daniel Matved, another forward. Those guys were all over the place. Number 11, Dominin, um, a defenseman. He, I'll tell you what. He's a he's a defenseman, but my goodness, he could have he looking at him a few times. It looked like he was a forward. He was so fast. A couple times weaving in and out. Kenai was kind of turning their heads, trying to figure out where he's going, where where he came from. I mean, the Houston team was on a mission. They were not going to let happen again what happened last year and losing the semifinals. So Houston ended up winning. Um, 9-1 over Kenai. In the second semifinal game, it was a real barn burner. We had Palmer Moose versus the Soldatna Stars in a semifinal, 6-30. The gym is packed. There's lots of people around. It was an incredible scene, incredible scene. I, I just have to hand it to Soldatna who's hosting this uh, state championship down on the peninsula for the first time in, I think it's like 20 or 16 to 20 years. I mean, it's been a long time. And it, they have done an awesome job hosting. 
The place was full. Soldatna came out to support their team. It was a roaring crowd. Palmer jumped out, and they ended up going up 3-1. That's where we'll pick it up in the third period. That's where it really started getting interesting. Palmer, it's 3-1. And I've got my notes here. As you can hear, you can hear my notes. Um, Palmer, three minutes left. So I gets a penalty. You know, I, I thought that Sol Dotna player, he didn't touch it. He kind of was bummed that he got the penalty and he didn't touch the puck. So it would end up being a blown whistle and, and it would be dead and, and the power play could happen. But Palmer, they, they ended up scoring on the power play. They scored off of it and it just seemed excuse me Soldatna scored on the power play and it was just a it was an unfortunate thing where you know if he would have touched it they would have been able to regroup and all that but it just didn't happen Palmer on the power play seemed a little casual they were out of zone when they easily could have not have been it was just an interesting power play and that was with about three minutes left um, in the second excuse me that was in the second in the third period Man, things really started to pick up. Really started to pick up. Um, 12.22 left. One second left on Soldatna's power play. One second left. Soldatna scored. It, it was crazy. Two minutes left. This is where things really start to get interesting. Two minutes left in the third period. It is 3-1 at this point. Yeah, 3-1 at this point. Two minutes left. It is a five-on-three for 56 seconds. And Palmer pulled their goalie. So it's five-on-three, and then Palmer pulls their goalie because it's a face-off in Soldatna's zone. Now it is is six-on-three because Palmer pulled their goalie. So... 45 seconds left in the game. 45 seconds. Soldatna is up 3-1. 45 seconds left. They score. 45 seconds left. 3-2 now. It's 3-2. Face off. Now, 16.5 seconds left in the third period. Palmer scores again. 3-3. So now they all of a sudden in less than basically 45 seconds, less than 30 seconds, it is now 3-3 when Palmer had a 3-1 lead. And it was just it was unbelievable. It was it was crazy in there. Marshall Derive, number 19 for Soldatna, ended up scoring the game tying um, goal. It was it was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. And assisted by Jace Applehans. It was, the place was just going nuts. It was going absolutely bonkers. You can just imagine you're in this, in this stadium. You've got all these Soldatna fans. They're on their edge of their seat. They score th- to make it 3-2. And then all of a sudden, in less than 30 seconds, they score again to pull even 3-3. And they send it into overtime. Now, it's an eight-minute overtime in um, high school hockey. 5.47 left in overtime. Uh, Wow. Number seven, 
number seven, assisted by number seven, Jace Applehans, assisted by number 19, Marshall DeReeve, who had basically flipped that. They're the ones who got the game-tying goal. You flip that now. Now Chase Applehans has the overtime winner with 5.47 left in overtime, and Soldatna wins. They move to the championship game to face Houston. It was... It was an unbelievable atmosphere. It was just crazy in there. Uh, a lot of fun. People were just beside themselves on how excited they were. And I, I do want to say that it was heartbreaking for the Palmer Moose. It was really heartbreaking. But I got to say, some of the Soldatna stars ended up going over to some of the Palmer players and kind of comforting them and patting them on the back and giving them hugs and after the handshake line, which, you know, is tradition in hockey, after a tough battle like that, it's it's tradition. You always do that in hockey. And I, I just have to say, I was really impressed by what they did after that, after the handshake. You know, it, it's special to me to see all these young men, you know, we're training, win for life, all those types of things. We want these kids to be great citizens and great people and great men um, as they are older. And this big group of Palmer kids and Soldatna kids are all at center ice in a big circle, and they're praying and thanking each other for a great game and all that, and then they go off the ice. It was just an incredible display of sportsmanship, and I just wanted to acknowledge that that was really, really something. So that is Division Two hockey. So tomorrow we'll have uh, Juno North Pole play for fourth, sixth place, and then we'll have Kenai Palmer play at 2.30 for the third, fifth place which should be a really entertaining game. We'll see how Palmer and Kenai play after their semifinal losses. And then Houston-Soldatna, 5 o'clock at the Soldatna Regional Sports Complex. All these games are streamed on the NFHS Network. So if you've not gotten a subscription yet, make sure you do because it is going to be a very intense game. That Houston team is really fast and really good. And after Soldatna's incredible win tonight, uh, they're going to be flying high. I expect that game to be quite the game. All right. Now we are going to move on to, I know it's not hockey, but we happen to have Alaska Sports Talk number one team in the state for 4A girls is the Mountain City Christian Lions, formerly ACS, and the number two ranked team for the Alaska Sports Talk rankings is Wasilla Warriors. And just happened to be tonight that the Mountain City Christian Lions were at Wasilla for a conference game, and I have to say it was nuts. Let me just kind of set the stage for you. The Wasilla gym is packed. It is packed. Okay, It's on the NFHS network. The game is there, so if you didn't see the game or you want to see the game after this instant reaction podcast, I, I definitely encourage you to do so. The place is packed. It was so loud most of the time when you're on this, when I'm listening on the stream, you couldn't even hear the Wasilla pet band who was there. You couldn't even hear them playing. That's how loud it got. The environment was just a great environment for a high school game. And you could tell it was a big game going into this game. Let me just kind of explain this to you. Mountain city, Christian, formerly ACS, in the last six seasons, 
the last six seasons, they are on a 133-game winning streak against Alaskan opponents. They have not lost to an Alaskan opponent in six seasons. The last loss they had to an Alaska team, believe it or not, was to Wasilla at Wasilla February 9th in 2018. Yes, you heard that right. February 9th, 2018 was the last time that the Mountain City Lions slash ACS Lions have lost to an Alaskan. So we are going to pick this game up again. It was an unbelievable atmosphere. I hope I set the stage for you. 133 game, six season, not lost to an Alaskan opponent. And I'll tell you what, this game boiled down to just a few things. You know, when I looked at it and when I watched, Wasilla, it's a game of runs. This game seemed to be a game of runs, and this is why. Wasilla, to start the game, started out on a 12-1 to run to start the game. But at the end of the first quarter, it was 15-11 to Wasilla. They were feeding Hayes, but Hayes had kind of been missing some shots, but she had been dishing. She had had some great assists for some easy baskets for her teammates. So it was really impressive. But 12-1 run to start the game, and it ended up at the end of the quarter 15-11. to So Mountain City did a great job kind of handling the onslaught of what was going on in that gym because it was crazy. You know, Wasilla was trapping full court. They weren't trapping full court. They kind of mixed it up a little bit. I, I was impressed with what Jeannie was doing on some of those things. It was hard to tell. Some of the times they would do it after a made basket, sometimes not. Sometimes after free throws, sometimes not. She was changing it up. The next run, this is what I really think kind of set the tone going into the second half. So Wasilla had a 12-1 run to start the game, and then at the start of the second quarter, they had an 11-1 run. And Wasilla scored 14 points in the second quarter. Mountain City only scored three. And that was, you know, 29-14 at half. That was a that was a big, big thing for Wasilla. And, you know, I've got all these different notes about different things about, you know, I did see that Miley Anderson, number 13 for Wasilla, she was really controlling the game for Wasilla. She was doing some really nice things. They had Jeannie did an interesting thing with putting uh, Layla Hayes up front in the press. You know, she's 6'5". She's hard to see around. She gets her arms up there, and it's you can't move. and it, It's just a tough inbound. So they did some really nice stuff. Um, it, first half... Big runs. That was the big deal. Big runs in the first half. 3.05 left. There was an official timeout for something. I'm not sure what was happening, but it took a long time. It was about a five-minute delay. The last four minutes of the second, Mountain City just couldn't shoot. They, they, To me, the whole game, but primarily really in the second period especially, they just seemed a little off balance. Turnovers. Um it just it was a tough ghost, tough sledding for them. So we pick it up in the second half. Wasilla, like I said, Wasilla was switching up pressure packages in the front court, um, and that confused confused the Mountain City Christian Lions guards for a little bit. 
number 10 and 3 did a nice job trying their best on some of those things. But um, they had some pressure on the ball, and they lost the ball a couple of times on just some careless turnovers. And when you're not shooting well, I don't know what the final shooting percentage was for Mountain City. I can't tell you. But I would be surprised. I would be actually, no, shocked if it was over 20%. I mean, I'm talking layups, jump shots. It doesn't matter. They, they, it seemed like there was a lid on the basket. Um, nothing was easy for either team, but especially Mountain City in the second half. It, it was Wasilla was playing 8-9 deep. They're running out. It almost looked like line changes there a couple times for hockey. Um, it was Mountain City had hard time. They did, they were doing layups, but it looked kind of like a scoop layup. They just looked off balance. They looked off balance most of the game. And with 2.30 left in the game, they had cut the lead to 12 points. So Wasilla's only up 12 with 2.30 left. And Mountain City just was leaving points out there with some missed layups. Uh, it, it was just a it, – it was tough. And I, I keep writing – I keep seeing my notes right here. It's just – you know, it has to be – their shooting percentage has to be under 20 25%. It just has to be. And I got to credit, Wasilla did some really nice things defensively, kind of sped them up and then slowed them down. The, their change of pace really bothered, I think, Wasilla quite a bit. And that atmosphere – was just unbelievable. So, the final. The final. 47-32. Wasilla wins. Wasilla ends up ending Mountain City Christian Lions run of six seasons of 133 games to opponents in Alaska that they have not lost. 133 games, and on the 134th, Wasilla takes down the Mountain City Christian Lions. 47-32, the last time they lost to an Alaska team. Ironically, Wasilla wins 55-33 on February 9th, 2018. I just have to say, I know that it ended, and I'm sure... Mountain City Christian Lion girls are bummed. They wanted to continue that. I just got to hand it to you. 133 games to an Alaska opponents. I don't think that's going to be beat. Not while I'm alive anyway. I just, congratulations on that streak. That is impressive. And I think you can use this as motivation to start another streak. And you're an incredibly good team. And Wasilla was an incredibly good team tonight. And I look forward to the next time you guys play. And that it's going to be an incredible atmosphere, I'm sure, at Mountain City when Wasilla goes there. Uh, I have to look up when that game is. But, wow, that is going to be something. So, I, I just, impressive, impressive. I just had to do an instant reaction because anytime you get the Alaska Sports Talk number one team and the Alaska Sports Talk number two team in the 4A rankings, uh, for girls, you you gotta you gotta instant react to what you just saw, and I did. And you know, if you if you have a time, Van Williams posted an incredible story on this on this game in the Alaska Sports Report. Check it out. He does a great job. All of those guys over there do. They're all wonderful. Um, I love Van the way he writes. He's written some really great stuff about some of the teams that I coached a long time ago, and. Uh, 
this is no different. Great article, kind of goes over some of the things that I had talked about a little bit with a little bit, some a little bit more detail about the game itself. But uh, incredible, incredible. Congratulations to Wasilla for ending the streak. Congratulations to Mountain City for that incredibly long streak and the incredible way they play basketball. So congratulations. Going to quick touch on the Diamond Tournament. We saw that uh, it the championship, I'll tell you what the championship is, but uh, Colony, the number three ranked team in the Alaska Sports Talk ranking for girls for 4A, they beat service 64-46 tonight to advance to the championship. And Diamond, the number fifth ranked team for the 4A girls, ended up losing to Barrow in the semifinals, the third ranked team for the 3A level, uh, 65-47. So we have a Barrow Colony matchup, 6 o'clock on Saturday. That is the number three ranked team and the number three ranked team in both 4A and 3A uh, divisions. So that is a must watch. If you're in Anchorage, you got to watch that. It's going to be something. So for that, we're going to say good night. This is Isaiah Vreeman with the Alaska Sports Talk. Uh, for Keaton Homer, Brad Lowers, myself, thanks for listening. Tell a friend to subscribe. Tell them to like on Instagram or Facebook. We're going to be sending out stuff constantly through there. And also stay tuned for some March Madness Alaska special ticket deals exclusively through Alaska Sports Talk. Again, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Tell a friend. Tell everybody about it. And we appreciate you listening and taking the time. Good night.